to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola. I'm here with Leif Johnson. Hi. And Jason Cross. Hello. On today's show, we'll talk about the new MacBook Pros, and we'll preview Apple's WWDC 19 by talking about what could happen with the Mac and the company's services. Plus, Jason Cross will show us an Apple Watch tip, and we'll wrap up the show with your hot takes from the Macworld social media feeds. So the big news this week happened yesterday. Apple released some new laptops, some speed bumps to the MacBook Pro. Uh, I think the big news is that there is now an 8-core, 15-inch MacBook Pro available. Yeah. So uh, in the relative scheme of things, I mean, we, we in the office always say, yeah, this is kind of a minor update. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a major speed bump, but in terms of, like, changes that are happening... It's relatively minor because all of the major changes happened, I think, last year with the laptop. Yeah, there's no new design. There's right. no new major features. This is Intel has a new chip available. Yeah. It's been in PCs for a while. Where it's now it's available in your Macs. You know, that's not a that's not a world changing. Yeah, l- last year the MacBook Pro kind of got up. Graded twice, so they released new processors back in I think July, mm-hmm. and then they bumped up. Then they in- released a new graphics. Was that in November? Yeah, options for the Vega graphics. Yeah. By default, they still come with the... Well, they still have Intel's integrated graphics, except in the 15-inch, right. where it comes with a Radeon. I think it's a 560? Oh, uh, 560 in the... In the base. High. It's the high-end model, right. but that's uh, not an upgrade. And then you can upgrade that to a Vega... Is it 12 or... 20, 16 or 20, right? Something like that, yeah. Vega 16. Remember, there's yeah. two, two options for yeah. the Vega graphics upgrade. And honestly, if you care about discrete graphics performance uh, and you do a lot of like sort of video editing and stuff, those upgrades are really worth it. Yeah. That's like the best $200 you can add to your high-end MacBook because they really speed up video rendering and all that stuff. Yeah, so 8-core... Core i9 into 2799. Uh, MacBook Pro, the, the two 15 inch standard config models now have ninth generation Intel processors. I forget mm-hmm. the code name of them. I get, I get them all mixed up. They keep, yeah, because there's. In, in the eighth and the ninth yeah. generation, there were multiple different right. names and they crossed over like Ice Lake and Coffee, Coffee Lake. Right. And, Cascade Lake. Cascade Lake, I think, is actually the the big uh, Xeon high-end thing, but I can never keep them straight. Yeah, I always got them mixed up in my head. So, and the 13-inch gets eight, eighth gen up to quad core, right? Yes. So the 13-inches also got updated, except for the non-touch bar models, right? Which are still two-year-old configs, <laughs> right? Because they didn't get updated last year either. No, they didn't. So they have seventh gen. So the two. Is it twelve ninety nine and fourteen ninety nine non touch bar MacBook Pros right. have seventh generation uh, Intel processors? Mm-hmm. Th- those processors came out in twenty seventeen. Yeah, but these are now seventeen and nineteen ninety nine models are upgraded to the eighth generation processors. You can't really compare clock speeds because they're different generation processors. Yeah. But last year it was a two point three gigahertz processor. This year it's a two point four. But you have to remember it's a new yeah. generation. These new generations really aren't that much architecturally. They're not much different. Mostly it was graphics performance. So really, the clock speed boost is the performance boost you're going to get. Like there's yeah. tiny little things they've done. The big architecture uh, jump that. Intel's doing that'll give you more instructions per clock, like noticeably more, is coming later this year, like at the end of this year for in laptops. And that'll be, is it Ice Lake, I think? I can't remember what the, there's always yeah. a, a code name and there's so many lakes, I can't <laughs> keep them straight. I know. But we'll probably not see those in Macs until next year yeah. if they don't just do Apple processors yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting that they introduced these new MacBooks now because WWDC is in less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. To me, what that says is that, you know, these are kind of, like we said, we were, they're kind of minor updates. Yeah, so they're getting it out of the way. Yeah, get them out of the way, because they're going to be introducing some brand new cool stuff at 
at the keynote. I'm thinking of the the Mac Pro for that, but you know, I, I said earlier this week that I was wondering if they, you know, there was that rumored 16 inch, and it seems kind of mm-hmm. weird to announce those now. I mean, those refreshes with that being separate, because like, what if somebody jumps on these previous ones? So that leads me to believe we might not actually see that 16 inch. It's yeah, that's possible. The other thing would be if the 16 inch is just like a completely. Not completely new. It's mm-hmm. going to be a laptop, but if it's an actual new design, right? right. Like a new, I mean, better a new keyboard. shell, a new case. <laughs> Everybody wants a better keyboard, and that was part of this announcement too, <laughs> yes. kinda. Yeah, they so, said we're 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 we improved the keyboard again. <laughs> yeah. So along with this uh, announcement of new MacBook Pros, Apple said that they made some adjustments to the keyboard. They mm-hmm. said they used new material. To help prevent the problems that people are experiencing, yeah, who knows what that that means? I mean, they said they fixed it before, right? And, and in, with the membrane, and people had that problem. And even if it's fixed, it's not. People generally don't like it as much as yeah. the old is the old uh, right. scissor switch keyboard. Yeah. By the way, y'all can't see it, but Roman in here is totally using the old keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've said on the podcast several times, but I use like a five-year-old MacBook. Yeah, and the reason one of the main reasons why is because I like the keyboard better. You got, you got the better keyboard. You yeah. got a USB A port and an HDMI port yeah, on there. Exactly. <laughs> like it's if it wasn't slow, it'd be the best right. Mac. I don't uh, need. To, I don't have to worry about dongles. It's just right. Yeah, you don't so, have a touch bar. Right. I kind of do like the Touch ID. I like the new MacBook Air Touch ID, oh, but so nice. no touch bar. Yeah, like yeah. that's the right. way to go. But, but when I'm editing the podcast and then I have to render, you know, render out the file, it's like, oh, I guess I'll go yeah. for a walk. <laughs> it's you have to wonder if this keyboard is like Apple is willing to die on this hill, <laughs> or are they really truly working on a replacement for it? It's taken some time. Yeah, it's not ready. They're right. not doing it yet. Maybe it'll come in newly designed. You know, if it has a different Z height and stuff like that, it's going to have to come in a newly designed chassis and stuff. So maybe it's going to start appearing on this mythical 16-inch MacBook or whenever they right. finally update the bodies. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But but there's no way they'll go back. No, they, they would won't never... go back. It, it feels like what they – it feels like thinking the way Apple does, what they need to do is find a way to per- perfect this technology somehow. Right. But so I don't think people want that. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Like, this so. could be as good as it could be, and people are still like, no, it's better before. Yeah. So they, they need to come up with something else. Even if it's literally just a scissor switch again, but yeah. they call it a new name. Right. It's the fourth generation right. keyboard. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Grasshopper keyboard. Yeah, yeah, just talk about how it's better. Yeah. And and never because Intel's I mean Intel Apple's never gonna say we messed up right we're going back they're, they they they, yeah. they always say we well, now have we have something before, even they, better yeah. yeah yeah very rarely very rarely and it always feels like something that's kind of of not necessarily a major consequence but it doesn't really hurt them to admit that they right. did did bad where this is a little different. So because it is yeah, nobody asked for this keyboard. Like, <laughs> like it, the old, right. the scissor keyboard was the most loved laptop keyboard. It was the yes. thing everyone compared yes. keyboards to yes. on laptops. And then they came up with a new one. We're like, well, wow, gee, they made it even better. Okay, great. And then we all get it. And we're like, yeah. oh, yeah, they totally missed the point when you know they announced on stage that they said that the MacBook Air was the most beloved keyboard, and it was like, but yeah, you took away the things that the reasons why people it was the most <laughs> beloved keyboard. I mean, the most beloved. You know, MacBook is yeah. what I was trying to leave for. Uh, this is going to come up later on in the discussion, but uh, you know, for the Mac Pro, you know. Apple talked about how they made something called the Pro Workflow Team, and you know, the thing was just to get the Mac Pro to where they wanted it to be, what it be. They called in like real award-winning technicians, artists, that type of stuff, video editing and 3D animation, you know, to say this is what's wrong with your stuff, your hardware, your software. Let's get it to fix. But I wonder why didn't they just bring in some writers and journalists and stuff and have them say like, you know, we don't like this keyboard because yeah. this is what we do all day. We sit here and t- type these keys, and you know, and it's hard to know what that pro workflow team is. Exactly. Right? Yes. Um, but it's, the idea was it would be people who would actually go do their work at Apple right. on products so yeah. Apple could watch what they do and go, oh, there's a hang up here. Yes. Like, this is, this is where it's, this is their bottleneck. This is what's mm-hmm. stopping them, or this is what their frustration is. Not just, they always solicit 
you know, input from professionals. Right. This was a little beyond that. Yeah. But Apple's a huge company full of people who work on these yes. things every day. Programmers typing constantly right. with no escape key going, <laughs> oh, my God, why did we do this? You know? Yeah. I can't, Yeah. And the other thing that ticks me off about this is, you know, I'm a rel- I'm relatively okay with the keyboard, as you know. But the problem here here's one thing that Elon and I will say. You know, that used to be the stereotype. I'm going to go to the coffee shop and type on my MacBook. And stuff. <laughs> well, it's embarrassing to do that now because these butterfly keyboards are so dang loud. They are loud. Yeah, They're really loud. even the quieter ones are loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on Twitter. I forget who it was. Oh, I think it was Gordon. Gordon Ma yeah. from PC World. He was at an event recently, and he said he, he he was trying to record video, but from from the from the media section of this event, but too many damn loud MacBook <laughs> keyboards yeah. were interfering with his recording. So that may not be true. Knowing yeah, Gordon, it's Gordon. He so could just be. He'll never. Gordon. He won't. He'll take any excuse to make a dig at Apple. Right. But I was at a Sonos event. I felt the same way. I could hear him. But yeah. that's the thing. You can imagine that being true. Totally. Yes. Because you know, I've been in press sections with other people with the, with that laptop, and it's loud. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can see that being true. Apple does insist that a quote vast majority quote of users. Don't have a problem with this keyboard. Yeah, so I don't know how the they vocal, got that information. It's a vocal minority. They didn't. So. They didn't. They didn't pull me, so I didn't. <laughs> I've never seen them conduct like a survey, so I don't know yeah. how they get that number. Yeah, they they do user satisfaction surveys, obviously, uh-huh. all the time. Right. Exactly, but, but I don't know how they're. Well, see, I'm using your wording here. I forget what their actual wording is, but I would be a person that answers. I don't really have a problem with it. That is not the same as saying, I love it, I like it. Right. It's It's better than the old one. Whatever. Those are different things. Well, that's the thing. It's a vague claim. So for all we know, if they're not, they they could define it as, we're not hearing, you know, we're not, we've got what? We'll say 10 million of these out there. Yeah. We've only heard from a hundred thousand people that yeah. they're having problems. So vast majority are you know not having problems. So and it could also just come from basic satisfaction surveys where they are you satisfied with your yeah. Mac laptop? Mm-hmm. Yes. That doesn't ask do you have a problem with the keyboard? Right. Specifically. Specifics. Yeah. So. I don't know. So Apple has a keyboard replacement program. If you do have one of the laptops made since 2015. Apple will replace it for free. And the program is good for four years after you've purchased the laptop. Okay, I was wondering. And it actually does come into effect for the current laptop. So if you buy one of the new laptops, within four years, if you have an issue, you can get it fixed for free. Yeah, the keyboard. Yeah, the keyboard. That includes the ones like announced last week? Yes. This yes. This week Everything, that, yeah. That includes this the week, list the of, yeah, yeah, the list of keyboards was basically everything with a butterfly keyboard, any generation right. of butterfly right. keyboard. And it was released, first released on the MacBook in 2015. And then it went to the MacBook Pro in the next year. And then the, the, the Air, Air last year. year. So if you have an issue with your butterfly keyboard, see if you can get it fixed for free. So yeah. Apple says that they have been able to speed up the process of replacing that keyboard. You know you're in a bad place with a product when you crow about how good you've gotten at fixing it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not that's not the kind of thing you want to say. Yes. You yeah. want you want to say like Oh, we just don't even have a process for this because it never happens. Right. Like that's where you want right. to be. You want people complaining. Yeah, right? they yeah. have such a great process because it's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So hmm. hopefully we'll get in one of the new laptops and do re- do some benchmarks and review it. So I'm I'm, I'm I'd like to see that eight core performance. See right. how that pans out. Yeah, so that would be interesting. Definitely, it, it'll be really interesting to see how that compares with some of the. PC laptops with eight cores because when the six cores came out, they had sort of a thermal throttling issue right. that was since fixed in some software updates. It was right. co- kind of a configuration issue yeah. in uh, in the OS, and I'd, I'd be curious to see if that's repeating itself, how it compares yeah. to other sort of thin but eight core PC laptops, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was sort of a mini controversy last year. Yeah. Yep. So and. 
Um, it, it was a real issue, but quickly discovered and fixed. Right. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was fixed through an OS update, if I believe, mm-hmm. I, if I'm correct. Yeah. We, we did some testing here when, along with PC World, and you know, we were able to replicate. You know, that was a, it was an interesting... It was a fun week. We yeah, it was a fun week that we had. So new MacBook Pros, if you want more information on those, if you want more information on the keyboard uh, program, check out our website. We have links in our show notes. And some other news is the uh, Valve Steam Link app, which was rejected about a year ago. Exactly. About, about right now, yeah. it's like yeah. exactly a year ago. Yeah. It's now available on the App Store. Yeah. Uh, like surprise! The, the surprise, <laughs> right, here. surprise! So, like, can you talk about the Steam Link app and you know what it does? Oh uh, yeah, you know, Steam Link, you know, it's been around in, the, in you know for PCs and stuff, and it allowed it to, to go to your t- TV. But before, you needed like this separate piece of hardware and stuff, and you could still do that. But now, this is really cool. With just an app in your iPhone or your Apple TV or your iPad, you can stream games from your PC or your uh, you know um, Mac. <laughs> we'll anything that. with Steam on it. Yeah, anything with Steam on it to you know your Apple TV or your iPhone. You can use an MFI controller with that. You can use a Steam controller, and uh, especially with Apple TV. And I, that's uh, it's really cool. And it, uh, you know, I don't have a super strong connection, and I was surprised that the signal was able to go through two walls. I wouldn't do anything like you know twitchy first-person shooters and stuff like this because yeah, the latency is not going to be able to kick it, keep up. But for mm-hmm. what it is, it's it's actually pretty well. But the thing that's uh, so th- this is cool. It's it's a really good way to play you know PC games, which many, many do not run on the Mac or anything. And you can play them on your iPhone or Apple TV and, and without having to sit in front of your desk all day. And that kind of gets me, because I like to play stuff on my TV. But um, instead of just playing it on a console. So, uh, but... Uh, the, you know, Apple dropped it. You know, Android users have been able to have this for a year, but Apple dropped it. And the idea behind it was, is that you know you could go into the store because it was a streaming app basically and buy games from it. Apple wasn't getting its cut of that. Now, that you know that was initially a rumor, but it turned out to be confirmed. And so Valve removed that feature, but Apple still wouldn't let it back on the App Store. Yeah, but. Uh, as I, you know, I wrote an editorial about this earlier this year, but you know now you have a, you know, PS4 Remote Play, which allows you to do the exact same thing with PS4 games. You can even buy games, you know, through yep. the interface, and uh, and so it was like, why is you know, Apple allowing this, but it's not allowing it from Valve. And so, you know, it seemed implied already that Apple would be more open to doing this. I try to get, you know, a word from Valve about, you know, what they had to do to change it and stuff like that. But, if, you know, they didn't yeah. respond. They it really seems do. odd that there's these uh, remote desktop apps, which is essentially what this is. Yeah. Uh, but there's not, but they, but they don't allow this. It's like I can use a remote app, desktop app to look at my PC and buy uh-huh. stuff on my PC store yeah. and then stream it to my... Yeah, it just doesn't... And by the way, sense. I didn't talk about this in the article. You can totally do that with uh, the Steam Link app. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because if you just, you know, like, uh, you know, tab out of there, you will be able to see your Mac interface on your iPhone and stuff and be able to interact with it just like you can with yeah. that. Mm. Yeah, so that's actually There are cool. some differences between the iOS version and the Android version. Mm-hmm. The, the community chat stuff... Uh, tab and store tab are gone, mm-hmm. but they're there on the Android version. So yeah. there's, they obviously had to make some concessions to to make Apple allow it. But it's it, it's weird that it kind of took this long. Mm-hmm. We don't know why right. suddenly. Yeah. Well, I think you know, for you got things like Google Stadia coming out and stuff. I think it's becoming clear that even though you know the infrastructure doesn't really support it right now, because you need a really strong signal to support this stuff. Yeah, that's that's one thing yeah. I need to emphasize. And you know, here at the office, it said that I got a good connection. We got a pretty darn good internet Wi-Fi here in the office, and uh, so that gives you an idea of what you're working with here. And so if you're like on a rural connection like I used to be, you're probably not going to be able to do it. But uh, you but you got that going on, so I think that's becoming news, and maybe Apple was like, you know, well, we don't want to be looking like the bad guys here, which they already looked like last year. And, uh, you know, Google is trying to make a name for itself in gaming with its Apple Arcade and everything. So maybe this is just like a little gesture of goodwill. It's a stretch, but it's something there. Yeah, um, they do recommend you, where possible, where you have a – the ability to have a wired connection, have a wired connection. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah. using Wi-Fi, be on 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Don't be doing a lot of other stuff on that Wi-Fi yes. at the same time. 
you know, there's it's it's finicky. It's really meant for you can use it remote, but it's really meant for your local network. Mm-hmm. Like it's meant to be used in the same place, connected right. to the same router. You know, and there's, they tell you to be close issues. to the router too. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So there's, I mean, you're trying to they're trying to compress your <laughs> a stream of your video. Send it a live video stream and play it back on your yeah. It's a lot of data. You know, it's a lot of data. Latency on games is really finicky, Mm -hmm. so it's it's tough to do. Yeah, Uh, and like 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 said, if you're not going to play Overwatch very well as well, you're not going to play Overwatch at all because it's a battle net game. But something like that, you're not going to play a lot of like fast twitchy shooters. But it's really great for like more sedate strategy games and stuff. It does feel like sometimes. Apple's app approval process depends on like if you pick got to the right person or not. Right? Yes, yeah, it does seem that because way sometimes. Because it's so inconsistent. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if I would have gotten Joey instead of Paul, mm-hmm. I would have gotten my app through. Right. You know, they had these very clear rules, but then it seems like you can always find like, well, but right. you say we're in violation of this rule. Mm-hmm. Aren't they in violation of this rule? That yeah. app's there, and there's yeah. a lot of that going on. And I guess. I mean, I don't envy them the task of trying to do this with right. the millions of apps that are right, out there. Right. I mean, it is a difficult task, but it does feel random sometimes. But it, at the same time, Valve was a big deal, and that was there was a lot right. of fanfare before yeah. that came out. It was not like some off the radar. Yeah, thing. this is not a surprise thing, and this is not like <laughs> just some scammer company trying to right. hose you. This, it, yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, you know, in another thing that you were saying, like, you know, that the Android version has different, I mean, you know, Jason was pointing out that you can still have a store. Remember, I said earlier that the store was removed, yeah. you know, so I kind of wonder how much this version has changed from this updated version that they gave Apple like a year ago, <laughs> and, uh, you know, to get back on the store, and if it was just like, okay, well, we'll let it on there now. So yeah, man. I can't imagine it was about the chat or something right, like that, right. like which which it also doesn't have. But that, there's a million chat apps for the iPhone. Like I don't understand at all. Yeah. Maybe it had to do with I don't know uh, payment <laughs> processing, your ID, right. privacy protection. There could be so many things because yeah. Steam is such a big platform. Right. right? It just so came off as really mean spirited. It, it, it seems yeah. capricious and yeah. 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 But it's available. It's, so it's available. available. Go play your Steam games yeah. on your iPhone. We can get details of about the Steam Link app release, and uh, Leif has a how-to uh, that shows how it works uh, on our website. We'll have put links to that in our show notes. So now it's time for our feature discussion. Uh, Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference starts on June 3rd. It promises to be a really big show with lots of new stuff for Apple to show. Uh, we thought we'd kick off our discussion of WWC uh, with a little bit of a preview, since it's happening in less than two weeks. So today we thought we'd talk about what could happen on the Mac and what could Apple be possibly announcing with its services. Apple's kind of led us already as to what they're mm-hmm. going to be talking about, because they've talked about, started talking about it last year with yes. Marzipan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that seems like know, the big That's going to be the highlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people don't know, Marzipan is kind of this codename for a project where people can, developers can take their iOS apps and essentially bring them over to the Mac. Right. So. Yeah, the, the interface uh, framework for the Mac um, is, in, instead of using that, they can use UIKit, which is the interface framework for yeah. iOS. Yeah. So then they don't have to like totally rewrite Obviously, they're going to have to quote rewrite their app in some way. Swift right. is portable and stuff like that, but they're you're, you're targeting a different device. Yeah. But you don't have to completely write your UI code and everything right. else like you would. Yeah. Normally, it should make things easy. Yeah. And there are f- is it four or five apps that shipped with like Mojave? With Mojave? No, I mean yeah. um, are already. Yeah. Examples of Marzipan. Oh, like so stocks, like, like news stocks, and news, stocks, voice recorder, voice recorder, home, uh, and home, and there's something else that I'm not going to remember right now. Yeah. You <laughs> <have> an idea <laughs> how important they are. News is yeah. kind of the most usable, right. frequently hit one. Right. Yeah, and so so the idea is that this is going to extend. They said back then, we're doing it ourselves first, and then in future release. All developers are going to have access to this. Yeah. So the idea is we're going to start seeing a whole lot of 
iOS apps on your Mac. On your Mac. Because there's so. a lot more good apps on iOS than uh, on Mac. And that would be really nice. Like one of my favorite is called CardFlow, and it's an index card app, which allows you to arrange stuff. It's kind of like an outlining, mm-hmm. brainstorming tool. And uh, But, yeah, it's only on iPad. And, you know, to be able to use that on a Mac, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so that's one thing I'm looking yeah. forward to. I really look forward to hearing from them. Hopefully they get into a little bit. In the keynote, not just they'll, I'm sure there'll be a breakout session or five about this, but in the keynote, I want them to kind of go into how exactly how hard is this? Right, like, right. May, maybe they'll bring a couple of popular third party developers up up on stage who will say like, "Oh, we did this in a week, you know, we yeah. ported this." Yeah. Because I, I think the most exciting thing that could happen to the Mac for me, besides them ditching Intel and doing their own <laughs> processors with all their own stuff and kind of owning the whole hardware stack, is to do this thing where they're like, where you had this much, much bigger and more popular platform over here, wouldn't you like to use your favorite things, your favorite apps, also on your on Mac? Your Mac yeah. Have them in sync, have the data in sync, have them work together. Yeah. Like, the first part of that is, well, geez, so let developers just make it run. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And then the next step is, we'll make them all work together really, yeah. really well. Yeah. So that could be just huge. Yeah. This is a bit of a hot take, but not really. But <laughs> I, uh, you know, one thing when I, you know, I, you know, for months I've been talking about how, you know, I used to work on an iPad all the time, and that I really wish that there was some kind of mouse support on it. Well, the thing that you know, a lot of people who are really on Apple side say is to, well, the interface is made for touch; it's not made for that. I was like, come on, yeah, it's it's the same thing. You just press on it and stuff, and you can right click for the same stuff that you use like 3D Touch for and everything like that. It's not that hard, and so. <laughs> <laughs> this is one reason why I, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see this because, because yeah, that's the way it works with voice memos and everything else. It's like, hello, here we are. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how simple that is. And uh, I still don't think that Apple will give us mouse control on the iPad, but it, it does, you know, will show that it translates really easy to the Mac. There, so, there was a rumor that there they're, they're thinking of doing that as an accessibility feature. So yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. see. But once. Once developers are making a bunch of UI kit apps and, and taking into account mm-hmm. mouse type stuff like hovering, yeah. things that don't happen with touch, right. then uh, right. then maybe it starts to make sense in the future. Yeah. Well, the very app that I'm looking at, I'm looking at my notes in Bear right now, and give you an idea of how hard it is. And I I tweeted something to them, and it actually started a discussion from the Bear developers. If you highlight a line in uh, like an outline and stuff in Bear, just like a typed outline, this mm-hmm. isn't like workflow or something, you can change change the positioning of that without like copying and pasting. You can just move it up and down. They cannot get that to work on iOS, but it works on Mac. And they were talking about how they had all these problems. So I wonder if that would solve it or whether it would ruin it, uh, you know, with Marzipan. Because uh, I thought that was interesting because Bear is an example of a popular, beloved Apple app because it's only on iOS and Mac Mm -hmm. that uh, a lot of people use, but they are having problems replicating a very popular feature on Mac on iOS. And uh, so I wonder if that would erase some of it. Matter of fact, that's probably there's an interview in there, possibly. Oh yeah, it's, it's it seems like it's the op- they're having the opposite problem of what Marzipan would be to solve. But as they start to do this, maybe they'd also Apple starts to make UI Kit more robust, mm-hmm. even on iPhone right. on phones and iPads in order be- because it's going to live on the Mac as well. So yeah. that would be that would be interesting. Yeah. So we know this is going to be I- Mac OS 10.15. But we do we have any idea what they are, they're going to name it? It's always named after some California landmark, right? Is there? I haven't seen any rumors no. or anything. And I'm not that familiar with the Mojave Desert to like you know they went <laughs> Sierra, High Sierra, or Yosemite, yeah, Yosemite or yeah. like that. Yeah, so there was a sequence there. I think Mavericks was kind of so. left field. It's famous, but it's not that famous. So there might be something a little bit more so, nitty gritty like that. <laughs> yeah. So this this might be a, like a. This might be a new name because it's kind of a major update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so could it might, be. It might be a new lo- locale altogether. So, well, it, yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be a new lo- locale, but I don't. It could be anywhere in California, right? Like, I, 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 yeah, like I don't know, like if like I, I was thinking maybe it would be a. 
place located within Mojave. Oh, but they usually oh. use that. They use that kind of sequence when it's a minor update. Yeah, no, I think this one's so, big. Yeah, yeah I'm with so you. this one's big. So maybe I don't know. Joshua Tree. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> that I was sounds weird. Something but... about in regards to California redwoods, but I don't yeah. know that area very well. Yeah, Sequoia. Sequo- That's yeah, a good like one. Sequoia or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I know Apple trademarked a bunch of names of just places in California that could be. But it's a big list, yes. and it doesn't really tell us which it one they're thinking be, of. Yeah. And they, they may not have known when they trademarked them all. They're just like, let's, before somebody else goes says, hey, they keep naming their stuff, right. you know, let's, let's get all these marked for ourselves. So, yeah. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, so we don't know about the name. So, but that that but Mojave, or I'm sorry, Mojave Marzipan is probably going to be the major OS thing, and I'll show off probably some new Apple apps that have been ported over. Yeah, the other so. other thing that I mean, there's a lot. There's always a tons of tiny little stuff, but uh, I I think the other other major feature mm-hmm. was that you'll be able to plug your. Um, your iPad in, or God, maybe even do it wirelessly as a second display for your yeah. right, right. That was a that like was an rumored, extended yeah. display thing, yeah. which there's third-party apps that do now, and that that'd be yeah. a neat thing to have kind of built in. Yeah, but Jason brings up an important point: is you know, Marzipan is cool and everything, but there have been very little information about other other features aside from what we know from Mojave, and so it, you know, whether that's all just going to be a big surprise or if it's just they're really focusing on Marzipan. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's small stuff. We it's uh, stuff, you, yeah. you you brought up before, and this is kind of related to Mar- Marzipan that they're breaking up iTunes a little bit, and they're going to have a separate right. podcast app as a rumor, and a, you know, and yeah. things like that make sense. Like having yeah. having podcasts separate, yeah, you know, just because now you're going to sync it, it's going to sync with your your iOS devices podcasts and right. stuff. Not having everything be one part of monolithic iTunes, so there'll still be iTunes apparently for buying music and buying TV shows. Yeah. But they're going to have the TV app, which is big, which doesn't exist now, right? Uh, which matters more because they're doing all these services. And then they're going to have um, you know podcasts and music separately from the iTunes, which will be just for yeah. buying. Yeah. As far as hardware goes, so we had the MacBook Pros this week. I mean, it's been what? It's been a while since they talked about the Mac Pro. <laughs> the big information so. dump was in April 2017. That's yeah, kind of crazy. Right. Yeah. There was a big, yeah, big dump about all the stuff they were working on. They called in a bunch of journalists and talked yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, so we should probably see something about the Mac Pro. At WWDC, I don't know what. I don't know if it'll be would be an actual product reveal or like a here's the progress mm-hmm. a progress report. Yeah, so it's hard to say. I mean, it's it it was unusual for Apple to even admit that it was yeah. coming, right? Yeah, yeah. They um, saw how well that worked with AirPower. <laughs> but they also said, um, yeah, they said it's coming. It's going to be a new design modular. We hear right. you on on your complaints with the current Mac Pro. Yeah, and there'll be a new um, Mac display to go with it, a new Apple display. Yeah, and I want to say specifically, it. they said, you know, we, we want to be transparent, communicate openly with our pro community. So we want them to know that the Mac Pro is a 2019 product. Now it's possible they could have. Uh, that was in 2017. 2017, yeah. correct. Yeah. Now, they might push that back up, but they, you know, they were very clear about that. They really yeah. wanted to make sure that people did not skip the iMac Pro mm-hmm. thinking right. the Mac Pro was imminent. Yes, and that yeah. was the idea behind that. Yeah. And speaking so, of the iMac Pro, it's been a while since that's been up- upgraded, too. <laughs> yeah, that's due for a processor bump. So that's due bump. for a bump. Uh, I-, I could even, s- s- you know, considering what just happened with the MacBook Pro, maybe they would sneak that in next week. Yep. So, because, like we, what we've been saying, this is going to be a big keynote. Uh-huh. And you know, they, they try to keep the keynote usually in about two hours. Yeah. Keep in mind, we're only talking about so. the Mac section of it today. There's going to be yeah. a lot of this. Yeah, so. there'll be a lot of iOS. iOS will be huge. Yeah, so I could see fun. them doing releasing a, an iMac Pro update either before WWDC or kind of just like not even mentioning it, but it, but it gets right. updated at WWDC. I'm going to guess that, and this is out of nowhere, that um, they're going to announce the Mac Pro, uh-huh. even if it's right. not quite available yet. It'll be available quote, later this year or whatever. Yeah. And a new uh, Apple display. 
And the reason we're not hearing any, we're not going to hear anything about the iMac Pro until WWDC because the improvements in whatever the Apple display is, mm-hmm. high dynamic range or whatever oh, they're going to do, yeah. are going to be in the, the new the iMac, iMac Pro. Pro. That makes sense. Yeah. The new iMac Pro is going to have whatever this. The rumor is it's sort of going to be a this thirty inch like wide aspect mm-hmm. ratio thing or something, yeah. but. My guess is there's going to be an iMac Pro that's that display mm-hmm. in a unibody, right. like sense. single Mac. Yeah. And there's a, you know, and this is another thing I want to say talking about macOS is, you know, I've said in earlier podcasts that the fact that Apple announced Apple Arcade and they had the language in there that said it will be available on both iOS and Macs, all the same games. Mm-hmm. That right there points at Marzipan that you know that you would be able to use them the yep. same games on the same device, you know, on different devices. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. yeah. That that. To me, means you're gonna need iOS 13 and macOS 10.15 to use these, yeah. to really subscribe and use these things. Yes. I can't remember when was the Mac Mini updated. Was that last year? Yeah, the new November. November. Late late yeah. last year. So it may not be updated this time around. Wow, time flies. I don't. Then. Yeah, I don't think so. They, <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of thing they don't. That's, they it, don't keep up with the latest, like every year. Uh-huh. Just it, it's the kind, the right? Same. It's the kind of machine that they upgrade every two or so years. Yeah. Now. You know the MacBook. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Yeah. Because that's been that's been a while since it's been updated. Yeah, the twelve the twelve inch the MacBook yeah. laptop mm-hmm. that is not <laughs> not named anything. Right. Yeah, and it kind of sits in this weird area because of the MacBook Air. Yeah. So. To me, that seems like the, that's the target for their first laptop that they're going to do their own chip in. Uh-huh. Right. And then it progresses up to through the stack. But, I God, is, to think that would be coming this year or something, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that so. may totally make sense because that, that is when you get the 12-inch MacBook, and that's why I love it, it is the portability above all else thing. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you're not looking for a lot of power or stuff. You're looking for, like, a writing tool. And I think that would be really good if they're going to experiment with its own processor, yeah. something to start off with. Yeah. yeah. As far as Apple services go... Well, we mentioned Apple Arcade. Mm-hmm. Right, we mentioned Apple Arcade. I'm not sure they would... They, they might say something in marketing ease... To mm-hmm. kind of just remember, remind people that they have these services, but I don't yeah. think they're going to introduce anything or announce anything. Something new. Yeah, yeah. in terms of paid services, I, yeah, I yeah. can't imagine what they've got that they didn't already. Right, right. I agree. They were so willing to announce stuff that's in the fall, back yeah. in back in uh, was it May? Uh-huh. No, yeah, March. Yeah. March. 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 Sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, on March twenty fifth. Yeah, yes. and the March thing, they were so willing to kind of give us a look at the whole years where the services. I can't imagine it's something else. Yeah. There might be stuff like, you know, pricing on iCloud or something like that. Right. But other than that, you know, I don't, I don't expect anything new. I would like to see more about, at, say, Apple Arcade, how how developers develop for it, uh-huh. what what's coming for yeah. it. You know, like kind of a little bit more of a reveal. Although I expect the big reveal is going to be with the iPhone event in September. Yeah. Um, and then there's Apple TV Plus, which is their shows and everything, yeah. I don't think we're going to see anything new on no, that. No, no. Just like a quick blurb when they're like, oh, look, the TV app's going to be on right. Mac OS. Right. And then we're, we'll see like a quick blurb. I don't think right. we're going to see like new footage and right. and new shows announced and all that stuff. Yeah, it'll be referenced throughout the keynote. You know, like like we're saying, like when they when they're showing off a game that was that used a Mars Pen to get ported, they'll yeah. they'll probably tag it, and you can get it at the Apple Arcade, and, 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 right. and you know, so it'll be peppered throughout the keynote. But I don't think there'll there'll be a section focusing on services or announcing right. a new service or anything like that, yeah, or nor pricing for either one. Right. I don't think they're going to announce pricing for Apple Arcade or Apple yeah. TV Plus. Plus, yeah. I think we'll see. Some stuff about updates to services that we don't think of as paid services, like photos. Okay. You know, right. Uh, they may talk about much better face recognition and recognizing your pets or whatever. Right. Think new things in photos for Mac and for iOS, but which is a service, but it's not really a service. You just kind of need iCloud storage for it. So I think I think those are the kind of things we'll hear a lot about. Yeah, so a lot going to be happening at WWC, so much so that we had to split our discussion up in those two sections. On next, week, next week's show, we're going to talk about what Apple may have in store at WWC, WWDC. <laughs> I can't say that five times fast. Uh, in terms of iOS, the iPhone, iPad, 
and whatever else we may have uh, left out. So we'll yep. talk about that in, in next week's show. Now it's time for our two-minute tip. On this part of the show, a Macworld staffer will present a quick tip for your Apple device. This week, Jason has a tip for your Apple Watch, how to customize your workout displays. So what do you got for us, Jason? Yeah, you know, if you start a workout on your Apple Watch, like let's say an outdoor run or something, you get a list of stats as it's running. You get a timer and a pace and all that other stuff. A lot of people don't know this, but you can actually customize that display. You can choose what appears there and the order of it, but you have to do that on your phone. You open the Watch app on your phone, scroll down to the Workout app, tap on that, and then you'll see at the top, you know, in a, with a bunch of options at the top, you'll see a, a section called Workout View. Tap that, and you'll get multiple metric or single metric as an option, and then a list of all the workouts you could do. So you pick the workout you want, like Outdoor Run, tap the edit button and then you can reorder up to you can choose up to 5 metrics but there's 12 or something available and you can just reorder them drag them around pick the ones that you want you can do that individually for every workout you do so you can see on your watch the stuff that you want to see for the workout that you're doing this yeah, so a pretty quick and easy tip for Apple Watch users yep uh, Jason has actually 11 other features that of the Apple Watch that you should start using. This is an article on our yeah. website. You can get the link on the show I'll notes. I'll do another one in 10 seconds. <laughs> so here's a 10-second one. If, you you, if your watch face is on, you can just cover it with your palm real fast, and it'll turn off. And if you get an alert, cover it and hold it for, five, for like three seconds until it buzzes, and that'll silence it. Yes, I, that one I, I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So people don't know that. That's I weird. didn't know that. So now I'm going to start yeah. using that. that but you can cover cool it one. in like just like half yeah. a second to turn <laughs> off the display. It's really cool, and that's really helpful in like movie theaters. Oh and yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So some cool stuff to get more uh, information. Go to our website. You'll find a link there. Jason has a total of twelve little-known Apple Watch features that you should start using. Now it's time for your hot takes. We like to get your feedback on articles and Apple happenings. These We get your feedback through our Twitter feed, which is at, at Macworld, or on Facebook. Or you can send us an email for the, for the podcast in particular, if you've got comments and questions about the podcast, at podcast at Macworld.com. Uh, last week, we posted an article by Dan Morin for his Stay Foolish column. And he wrote up some uh, changes he would like to see with the Apple iOS keyboard. Yeah, so another as, keyboard that Apple needs to work on. As much as we complain <laughs> about the MacBook keyboard, yeah, the they iOS, can improve the iOS keyboard. Yeah, Apple just needs to work on their keyboards in general. So, so uh, Dan had some suggestions as to what he would like to see improved. And that actually uh, sparked a lot of responses yeah, from dude. our readership. So, True. Uh, this one from Chris Pallone on Facebook, he wrote that he loves the Gboard, which is uh, Google's, uh-huh. I believe yep. Google's uh, keyboard, mm-hmm. and he likes swipe typing, but it never works right. Uh, if they're going to allow third-party keyboards, make sure they work and load every time he types. That's why he uninstalled so, mine as he go switching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the, the, the He's not saying the swipe typing doesn't work right. He's saying that, like... The third-party keyboard doesn't come up yeah. when you want it to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's um, seems to be a problem. You know, I, I think I was trying Microsoft's keyboard for a while, and then yeah. I think it was, I stopped using it because of that same issue. Yes, yeah, me too. It's better yeah. in iOS 12 because, mm-hmm. for as a security measure, they only let the Apple keyboard work for certain things like password right. input fields, and it used to be a lot more things that it was only the Apple keyboard that now they let third-party keyboards work with. So it is, if you haven't tried it in iOS 12, maybe give it a shot again, because it's better. But it's still frustrating that it's not it's not the keyboard you want as often as you want. Yeah, yeah it's a pain. Uh, Forrest Aldrich on uh, Facebook talks about the autocorrect system. He says that Apple's autocorrect system utilizes... I'm sorry, it's... <laughs> Actually, their autocorrect subsystem utilizes crowdsourced data from mm-hmm. their user base using anonymized data to collect, to collate and analyze. While this may create a workable system, 
What Apple needs to do is start leveraging AI and neural chipsets and relate and related functions so that each phone learns the habits of its owners. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. autocorrect, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I can't bring so. myself to turn it off, but um, yeah. He, it's He's right. It's too aggressive. It's too aggressive, but at the same time, it works. Yeah. Yeah, it's... But it also, like, to his point, like, sometimes it ends up pulling in slang that yeah. is commonly used, but that yeah. you don't use. So, yeah, it needs to be both better responsive to how language is used and stuff online, but also more personal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it needs to be like, okay, this is what you use all the time. Yeah. And really, and don't use. Start to recognize proper na names that I use all the time and stop trying to turn them into things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it, it's funny when, you know, Apple also has autocorrect on Mac. Now, you can turn it off, but... Uh, it's the know. first thing I do. Exactly. <laughs> I can't stand it. So one thing I sometimes do for, like, a free writing exercise is just, to, is you know, I just type and don't let myself really look at the keyboard and stuff, and that's a good way to get ideas out and stuff. But if you have autocorrect on, you go back and you can't even tell what you were talking about because it corrects all these words that it shouldn't correct and stuff. So, yeah, yeah turn it off on a Mac for sure. <laughs> Uh, Michael Massig on Facebook uh, had similar thoughts about autocorrect, but he also says that, uh, can anyone explain why we don't have the escape key in iOS keyboards or what the obvious workaround is that he is missing? So uh, yeah. he kind of brought this up before. That, you know. Yeah, the touch bars made it happen on Mac, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for God's sake. But yeah, it's frustrating. It's especially frustrating if you type a lot on something like an iPad where you're like, there's clearly room. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could do that here. Right. So I think on the landscape keyboard uh -huh. on, on the iPhone and on the on the iPad keyboard, there's room for it. It could there's be room. one of the at least one of the secondary. You hit shift and right. something and, and get it. And yeah, maybe it's not on the primary screen, but you yeah. can at least get to it somehow. So. I, yeah, I don't. Have you heard an explanation about why that is? I've never heard explanation. Except, except that iOS apps are supposedly designed to not need one. Mm -hmm. But I feel like right. as we get more quote pro yeah, right. with the iPad, right. that's that excuse stops making as much sense. Uh, the only thing I can think of, and I'm just thinking off the top of my head without actually putting any uh, thought, thinking what I'm about to say is that yeah. because on the Mac, since it's easier to multitask. Maybe the escape key becomes more relevant, whereas yeah. on iPads it's not so easy to to do. So right, yeah. There's no multiple windows at once, right. sort of thing. So yeah. So you're always on a, a primary app screen, mm -hmm. and switching is done a different way. Or you know, there's there's not really a need. I don't want to say a need to escape, but the to using an escape key isn't as intuitive, I guess, because of the way you use it. I, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, now. I don't no. know if that's yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. think that that must be their reasoning. Maybe, yeah. So it's odd. Uh, David Hart on Facebook says that uh, one of the brilliant iOS innovations a few, year, few years ago was a backspace, not a delete key. Mm -hmm. And then inexplicably, they removed it in later iOS versions. So people want an escape key and a uh, backspace. backspace key. I want backspace, too. Yeah, I, want I like backspace, backspace. Yeah. So. I like it more than... That's the, that's the one thing I miss about physical... Well, not the one thing. I, I miss <laughs> tactile feedback. But when I'm using an on-screen keyboard, I, I use the backspace way more than delete when I'm typing. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and I, yeah, if I'm typing anything more than a tweet on a long keyboard, I start missing that backspace right, all, right away. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, in general, Apple just needs it's. It is kind of an overlooked part of the UI that mm -hmm. Apple's kind of. It, it feels like Apple hasn't paid any attention to it. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where they invested so heavily in it early in the iOS days, and it was way ahead of everyone. Yeah, and it feels like they they kind of. It feels. I'm, I'm sure they don't feel this way, but it, to us, it feels like they thought it was good enough, and they're done. Right. Like, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, you're not done. Please. Yeah. 
to yeah. continue to innovate a lot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Considering the new features that you keep imp- that they keep implementing, you know, they need to update the UI aspects. Uh, yeah. And then the keyboard is you know a key one. It, to me, it's not it's not this great feature update that you're like, oh, autocorrect now suggests emoji. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool, but do more, please. Right. <laughs> So kind of just to wrap up this discussion on Twitter, at ii one 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 said that autocorrect on iOS changed the text to my wife from going to into supermarket to going into supermodel. <laughs> I'm still a bit sore over that, though we are still together ten years later. Yeah, you know it's the aggressive autocorrect that we talked about. Yep. And then at Zutz Alors Gator said that she still wants to be able to type a certain curse word and not have it changed to ducking. Yep. Now, in my <laughs> iPhone tips article, I actually tell you how to do that. I was I was very, you know, circumspect about it, but I did bring up ducking. And the way to do that is text replacement. And yeah. basically, that, here's, here's you another two-minute tip. Uh, yeah, you go into settings, you go into keyboard, and then you go to text replacement. And instead, this is what you use to make, you know, OMW turn into on my way. That's like the default one on mm-hmm. iOS. But, to get it where Apple doesn't correct these types of things or anything like a pet name for your spouse or something, you know, you type the F word in one, one space <laughs> and you type the F word in the, in, the, in the second space. So the same word on both sides. So whenever you type this word in the future, it will never correct it. Right. It'll leave it just the way you typed it. It's, That's like, the when way I, you it's like when I type this, replace it with <laughs> that same thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it works. I just don't know. Like, I appreciate that they're not. Filling it up with swear words, but who has ever said ducking? ducking. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I, it's just not a common. Maybe, maybe in an essay about dodgeball. Yes. Right? I just don't. <laughs> mm. so. should, or at least give us a give us a toggle in there that says like you know uh, family it, filter. Right? Yeah. Give me <laughs> right. that. Like every game and everything does in the chat. Just like, yeah. let us say like, oh, yeah. Do we want to allow that or not? Yeah. Yeah. There should be something about that allows you to use uh, profanity if you if you want. Yeah. To. Give us a profanity filter switch. Yeah. Make it make it password protected so the parents can <laughs> do the thing they want yeah. to. So that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode number 652. I'd like to thank Leif Johnson. Thank you. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud.com, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, you can email us at podcast at Macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on Facebook. Join us next week as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you all next week.